Mm, mm, mm. Let's go. Hi, well, welcome to the Try Podcast. This is probably without a doubt the most <laughs> requested um, thing I've ever done in my whole life. Not even music has been requested as much. I have um, had the most incredible end to the to 2022 to the 2022 imagine to 2022 was incredible i had a sweet sweet end i traveled a lot toured a lot made music we've done a christmas ep with minor collective with hfp um yeah and i moved house wow like so much has happened i've moved house i've gone on tour again i've toured in london i've then gone back to atlanta oh yo yo life has been incredible um yeah, so this episode is just about catching you up on where I am right now and um, prepping you up for what's to come this year. It's going to be great. We are literally about, what, 1,000 more downloads till 50,000 downloads of the Tribe podcast. And you know what's more crazy about all of this? We've only done 13 episodes and we have 50,000 downloads. I think that's crazy. I think that deserves a round of applause. Come on, clap, clap for Jesus. Clap, let's, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you. But it's been incredible. And um, I put out a post on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook to say, hey, it's been a minute. So much has been happening in my life. What do you want to know? And a lot of people sent in some really cool questions. So we're just going to dive straight into it. So obviously I've had to weed out a few because um, some of these questions are a bit, a bit personal. Don't you feel it's okay. Some people ask me a bit personal questions. So I had to weed out a few questions. Um, but still, there were quite a few that I thought were so intriguing. Um, yeah, we're going to dive right into it. So the first one, we're going to start quite simple. How did you start your music career? And the very honest truth is I just started. I um, And my friend, my friend Judith, um, I was at uni and... Um, she got me a version of Ableton. Ableton is basically a music software and I learned how to use it. I learned how to write songs. I learned how to sing and I started my music career because I knew I wanted to be a music producer. I knew I wanted to make music. I learned the tools in order to make sure I was good at it before I started releasing music. Um, I think quite often, especially in Christian music, in Christendom, if that's even a word, a lot of the time we, we do really rely on, um, the Holy Spirit telling us to do something, but we forget that the Holy Spirit telling to do something doesn't mean you don't need the skill to do it. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to say this as sensitively as possible. I'm not saying don't listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, but oftentimes he also requires you to do some work on your side to make sure you're effective enough to be used. Um, having a dream, having a skill, having a passion, having a calling is one thing. Preparing to walk in that calling is another thing. So the pre- preparation, I think, in our faith sometimes lacks because people are just following their calling blindly, not realizing that they would get to a point where, especially for someone like myself, I, I'm a musician, I'm an artist. The the quality of my music matters. It, it It matters how good your song is. Like God breathes on it, I understand, but giving God you know, great material and great content to work with is important. Um, so I had to prepare and um, together with my manager till date, Chibs, we started HFP. 
And um, yeah, the, the music started from there and uh, I just haven't looked back. I've tried to be consistent and yeah, God has been amazing. He's been awesome. Next question is how to improve your love walk, your love walk as a Christian. I imagine this is just how to improve your, like, I don't know, walk with Christ. We used to sing a song when I was a kid in Sunday school. It goes like this. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day. <laughs> we didn't sing it like that. <laughs> I could <laughs> I can promise you we did not sing it like that. I'm just adding. I'm adding spice. Um, but it says, read your Bible, pray every day if you want to grow. And it's quite simple, but it's the truth. If you want to grow in your love walk, if you want to grow in your love for Jesus Christ, you open your Bible, you read every day. It doesn't have to be an hour every day. It doesn't have to start with an hour every day. I think oftentimes we start with the big chunks and get you know tired but start with a verse a day, read your Bible, pray every day, communicate with the Father, talk to God. Um, he is there and he's always waiting. That's what I think. Um, yeah, that's the answer to that, really. Next question is, what do you look for in a kingdom spouse? I guess what everyone should look for in a kingdom spouse is people who are about the kingdom. So people who are madly in love with Jesus is what you should look for. And then, so, so I've been having this conversation with a lot of my friends recently and I kind of see it as like spheres. So in the inner sphere, there's like an outer sphere outside of that. And there's a bigger, broader sphere. So I think right in the middle, like the central sphere should be the both people love Jesus. And do they both want to strive for a better relationship with him every single day? That's the middle sphere. Because I think, and I, might, I may be wrong, right? I believe... <laughs> that the very bedrock of every successful marriage is that two people who are totally committed to Christ and living according to his word. I think that's the basis because everything regarding to finance, you know, children, um, loving each other, sex, all of those things are found in that bedrock. Like Christ will reveal all things and he will teach and guide. Then I think the outer sphere comes you know the preferences like oh is he funny does he like to take me out da, 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 da. like all those things like they are niceties but they're important they're very very important i'm not saying just because you see someone who loves jesus christ you just <laughs> hey do you want to go to the altar tomorrow no like don't do that like let's not okay but it's important to know that the most important if there was like a hierarchy, it's clearly his walk with Christ or her walk with Christ. And then you can now say, okay, what else do I love about you? What do I prefer? And I think the outer, outer, outer bits are the maybe little, what do you call those things? Um, not X. What's the opposite of X? Like your tiny preferences? Is that, is that a word? Like that, I don't know, like fashion sense, for example. I don't, but the thing is, to me, fashion sense would be like in the broadest, broadest sphere. But for some people, fashion sense is after your walk with Christ, can you dress? And that's what I'm saying. For different people, it's different things. Um, yeah, but that's what I would say. What to look for in a kingdom spouse. Make sure they have their walk with Christ on smash or at least are willing to be devoted Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Next question. So a lot of people ask me um, about the recent Called Out Live in London experience. So if you don't know, um, the only thing I've been talking about for the past, what, three months, four months on my IG has been this concert I've had in London, Called Out Live in London. 
It's the first one in five years. Um, it was massive. It was great. 2,000 people and God was glorified. So everyone's been asking how I felt since, um, what that's done to me. And if I'm being honest, I've had the most incredible team work on this with me. Um, shout out to Chibs, shout out to Henry, shout out to Goz, shout out to Palumi. Um, so many names. Shout out to Jolla, like the whole band who MD'd the whole thing. Um, it's been incredible. The, the one thing it's done for me, it's m driven me more towards a line of excellence for Christ's sake. And what I mean by that is in Christianity, again, in Christendom, if that's even a word, there seems to be a level of laxity and this laser fair attitude towards um, doing things properly just because we're doing it for God. And there's you hear stuff like, oh, you know, it's from the, it's for the, from the heart. Lord, from my art to your art, let this be pleasing. And someone is singing off key or it's um, turning up late for stuff. You know, why are you late for church is my first question. Why are you late? It, it starts from there. It's First of all, being early on time for God is super important because you're not late to work. It's this attitude to, to excellence and like going far above what's required in order to do things that are of great standard, great of a great standard. And working on this concert, I saw the level of detail. It took about, what, six months to plan. Every tiny detail, every minute of that concert was planned to the detail. Now, this doesn't mean that we didn't leave room for the Holy Spirit. And actually, what I realized is the more you give God, oh my gosh, well, tap your neighbor and say we are going somewhere. Tap your, oh my gosh. Do you know what it is? I had such a profound encounter with God from the view of excellence. I had a great worship experience and everyone who came up to me said they also had a, an amazing worship experience. The fact that you're planning something, the fact that you're being excellent at something, the fact that you're getting the best of the best people to do something does not mean you're dimming down God's um, ability to show himself. Like you're not, we're not strong enough to stop God from moving. All God wants is a clean heart, pure hands. He will move. If you diligently seek him, he will like, yo, he will move. And he moved in a, in, a, in such a crazy way that day. Yes, it was a concert. We didn't brand it as a worship night as well. Like we wanted to show that in the presence of God, we can have fun, number one. We can also praise God in that same presence of God. We can also pray. We can also um, laugh. Like it's it's okay. You know, it's it's perfectly fine. And in all of that, we prayed this simple prayer, come Holy Spirit, do what you always do, show up. And the testimonies that I've received from that night has just been mind blowing. So all I'm trying to say is you should be excellent as a believer. Like everything you touch because of who you're representing should be of the best standard. So whether you're in the presence of God, doing stuff in church, volunteering in church, whatever is your role, whatever has been assigned to you should be the best of your ability because God is deserving of your very best. Like when you bring him your very best, you're basically saying, God, you are worthy of all of this and even more. And when you're in your place of work, th the work that you do, like whatever your name is attached to should be fantastic. It should be. Not because you're trying to impress people, but because of who who you serve like you're different like you should move you should move different because you are different you know we're in this world but not of this world like everything we should do should be extraordinary because we serve a supernatural god and that we serve an extraordinary god who's deserving of all of this so 
one of my biggest takeaways from Cold Out Live in London has been I seem to have a renewed um, drive to just be excellent at everything. Um, we were meant to put out a project, this is full disclosure, um, like a couple of weeks after London. And I was personally very tired. Um, so I decided to push it back. Um, shout out to everyone who also messaged me to to say, hey, it's okay, bro. It's right. We'll wait for the song. <laughs> um, but what I, I ended up doing was reworking some of the songs. And I realized that now they're a lot better than they would have been if I just dropped the whole project after. And I'm realizing that there is nothing that can't be improved on. Nothing that can't be improved on. Even if you feel like you've done your very best, you can always still make it better. I don't know if I'm making sense, but that's what I've learned from Called Out Live in London. And yeah, that's my experience. And last question for today, which is quite a quite a serious one, but um, yeah, it's what are your views on Christian denominations? So by this, I imagine you mean Pentecostalism, Anglican, Evangelical, um, what's the other, Charismatic, Baptist, the Presbyterian? I, don't, I actually really don't know what Presbyterian is exactly but um so what my views on those um i think every one of those denominations have the same central heart posture in trying to understand this great god that we serve and trying to i guess trying to make sense of our christian faith and i think there's nothing wrong with that i i don't judge anyone for being charismatic or anglican or you know baptist and like whatever you, whatever expression, I'd rather call it an expression because there are different expressions of the, of, of the faith. Um, whatever expression you belong to, it, it only matters to me if you, if you show love, if you show the fruit of your salvation, if you're um, constantly showing love and you know, being tender towards people, forgiving people, um, not keeping malice and all that stuff. And if you're genuinely modeling Christ on earth and being his hands and his feet all the denominations really doesn't matter to me i have so many friends who belong to different denominations but they really every time i'm around them i feel the love of christ that's what's important for me because even more than just our faith and our christianity we are um like i said earlier god's representatives on this earth so there's so many people who will never get to hear a sermon but they'll get to meet you and when they meet you, my question is, how do you make them feel? Do you challenge them to think, oh, there's something special about this person? I wonder what it is that they believe. You know, that's the question I'm asking. I could care less about what denomination you are. If you're an unpleasant person to, to, to talk to, none of that even matters. Like, how are you, you know, showing witness? How are you being a witness to people who don't know Jesus? How are you being a witness to people who do know Jesus? Um, how are you challenging other people to really do this faith walk by the way you live and that's that's my answer to that so yeah no problems with any denominations i don't think one's right and one's wrong i think um they all have strengths i think the the god we serve is so vast and so mighty and so big that i don't think any human being will ever fully comprehend him in totality and all these efforts to understand him are great. Let's let's keep making more efforts to understand him and his power and his love and, you know, how he moves by the power of his Holy Spirit. That's all great. At the end of the day, none of these matter if we do not have love. 
So yeah, family, that's going to wrap up this first episode of 2023. I'm going to make another Q&A episode because this was a lot of fun. I'm going to try to get some special guests on um, for future future podcasts. But it's been it's been amazing. I probably should say Happy New Year and Merry Christmas for last year as well. Like, yeah, because I haven't spoken to um, anyone since what October last year. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and all that good stuff. Um, happy valentine's as well let's not forget that valentine's happened in 2023 so i hope you spent your valentine's in the presence of the lord and not in the presence of yeah i'm gonna leave that there amen amen but family big love and i will speak to you very 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 soon by god's special grace until then take care and stay blessed